dad wants boy to inherit candy shop, boy is like, no! I will write and make manga. He's like, I will follow my own path in life. Screw your candy shop. Hey, you guys, what's up? We are the Otaku Couple. I'm Mrs. Otaku. And I'm Mr. Otaku. And this is the I'd Rather Anime Podcast number four. This is your place to catch up on all things anime, new and old, with a lovely addition of our opinions, thoughts, and banter. We know you could be doing other things, so we're glad that you'd rather anime with us. Today, we're going to be talking about Blood Blockade Battlefront and Food Wars Shokugeki no Soma. Season one. Season one for both of these. Because there are multiple seasons, but we only got through season one of each of them this week. Yep. So that'll be the bulk of what we talk about. Um, But let's talk about the other things we talked about this week first. So this week we watched several things. Of course, we watched Blood Blockade and Shokugeki. Um, Aside from that, I watched a show called Hayuka, and maybe I'm late to the bandwagon, but it was really good. I've seen a lot of gifs of it, of the main character. And it was really, really good. I ended up binge watching it. Like I wasn't expecting to be as intrigued by it as I was. I just kind of found it nice because it's a um, it's a high school anime, and basically there are four main characters, and the main character he's like super lazy. He doesn't like to do anything. Like his model for life is if I don't have to do what I'm not. Sounds like my type of guy. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> um, he ends up joining this club because his sister asked him to and there's this girl there and she's really curious she's really into mysteries and so basically she ends up asking him to solve all types of mysteries because he has these really really like amazing deductive skills okay so he's a thinker yeah and so basically they become like a little group of detectives it's called the classic lit club but really they're like the detective club because they go around solving mysteries it's like the anime version of scooby-doo honestly okay and um i liked it because it's like they've got a little love story going on but it's not like that's not the main thing you know and you could tell that they like each other but it's not like please just get together it's just kind of like oh that's cute you know so I binge watched that. I think there were 22 episodes. It was dubbed on Verb. And like once I started, I just couldn't stop. That's good. That's good. That's really good. So besides the Slice of Life anime. Mm-hmm. Um, very much Slice of Life. I very much didn't watch it. But uh, it's not sounds a Slice cool. of Life fan. That's okay. Yeah. Um, but for me, what I watched this week on my own was um, One Piece. More One Piece as usual because that's what I'm doing every week. Until I, you know, catch up on the next, you know, 800 some odd episodes. Um, I started the thriller, the thriller bark arc this week. That's a tongue twister. Whatever. One thriller bark arc. Um, and uh, honestly, there are some things that I like about the arc so far, and those things were pretty much just um, what is his name? I forgot it. Skeleton dude. Brooke. Brooke. His backstory. I thought that was brilliant. Thought it was wonderful. Um, but as far as the whole ghost skeleton Halloween vibe they have going on for this particular arc, not really feeling it. Um, I just don't really like Halloween type stuff, so it might be part of it. But I just didn't feel like this. I don't feel like this is having the same impact as all the other ones. Not that it's not good, but for the rest of One Piece that I've seen, it still the same top of the line. Okay. But yeah, so uh, moving on. 
if you guys are interested in hearing more of his thoughts on One Piece, um, every week he's posting. We call it, in our house, we call it One Piece Monday. But every Monday there's an article that talks about what he watched the previous week and the arcs yep. that he finished. So check it out on our website, idratheranime.com. Yeah, I'd rather One Piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did we watch this week? We watched Black Clover. Episodes 28 to 31. We finally caught up on that. At least the dub. The dub version. We don't watch the subbed version. So, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, um, what to say? Okay, so here's how my brain works. So, like, we watched My Hero Academia week to week. Super satisfying. We went four weeks without watching Black Clover just so that we would have some episodes to watch. And then we watched it. And <laughs> then satisfied. I was not satisfied at all. Like, it wasn't bad. Let me let me say that. It was not bad. It's just after four weeks with four episodes, I kind of expected something to happen and it yeah. didn't. And, like, I like the little side story stuff. But right. at this current moment, I just don't feel like that's what I wanted. Like, I wanted something to happen. I wanted action. And I wanted advancement. I wanted the story to move along. And it just felt like it was not moving. Um, just so you guys know, because I don't know when you're going to be listening to this. Those that we just finished watching were 28 through 31. Yeah. And it just felt like nothing happened. Like, we literally took a whole month off of Black Cobra, came back, and we felt like we missed nothing. And I guess it would be different if I felt like the characters, the interaction that he had in those episodes built some type of relationship with the characters that was going to be important later, but I don't feel like it's going to be significant in a significant way, if that makes sense. Yeah, it just, it didn't feel like it developed the characters more, it didn't feel like the characters grew. I mean, honestly, the episodes, they were okay, but they weren't really a whole lot of fun and on top of that there wasn't a whole lot of action and there wasn't a whole lot of story progression and if you watch four episodes in a row and you feel that way I mean that's kind of it's kind of disappointing yeah and like I said it kind of the thing that makes it worse is My Hero Academia every week you're getting something that's just like oh my god did you see the last episode yeah and then we watched four episodes and none of them were like did you see that? They were just kind of like, oh, yeah, we caught up. So. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, so. Yeah. And I'm just going to say this, because it'll probably be a running gag for the rest of Black Clover. How Asta is is stuck on Sister Lily. Like, I get that it's, like, funny. It's supposed to be funny or whatever. Like, she's a nun. Ha ha. That's never going to happen. At the same time, though, the fact that they're trying to build, in my mind, like, this harem where everybody he meets just falls in love with him but he's stuck on the nun really yeah because we're up to what like this is the third girl we saw in this set of episodes yeah we've got his teammate we've got the girl from the golden dawn from the golden dawn and and now now we have rebecca yeah but yeah i mean and it's just like and he's oblivious to all of it yeah he's oblivious to all of it and he's also oblivious to the fact that uh, Sister Lily is not getting married. It's not a thing that nuns do. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that's disappointing. At least at the end of 31, it act like some type of story was about to start happening, maybe. So True. And I'm glad that it did. I hate that it took four and a half, and well, three and a half episodes before something mildly interesting started. I think had to say four because it was like the last five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. So after an hour, we got five minutes of action. Yeah. And, and that's just, that's not including the intro or the outro <laughs> that we watched. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that was disappointing, but at least, thankfully, if it wasn't for that five minutes, I probably wouldn't mm-hmm. watch any more Black Clover, but thankfully that last five minutes made me think, uh, it, it'll get better with the next few episodes, but it's probably going to be a few weeks before we uh, yeah. before we try that again. I'm not going to watch it next week. I'm just yeah, not. maybe next month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but one thing that I will say that I did like about that last five minutes I don't know if it's just me, but like when I watch it, I kind of keep expecting like some Naruto stuff to start happening and he's going to like, his eyes are going to change or he's going to glow or something weird that's not supposed to happen is going to happen. light up on fire. Yeah. Like, dark black flames. <laughs> like something interesting is going to happen. I don't know. He, it kind of gives me like a Naruto-esque vibe. Yeah. Like he's going to turn into a demon or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the, the vibe that they've been giving off. Like he's got the five leaf clover book. Yeah. Even though nobody else has seemed to notice that he's this book has five clovers, yeah, but everybody going, you know with four leaf clovers? Like four he, clovers? He's got five. Yeah, just just because his book is dark and barely readable. I mean, you can clearly see five clovers, clovers. there. But what who was it? There was one guy who saw it and was just like, Ooh, okay. That's yeah. I don't know. I think that was when he was going to go take the magic match test or something, but Anyway, I feel like we talked way too much about Black Clover. We've done a better job talking about the show than the show did, so... Probably. Yeah. So, moving on to My Hero Academia, of course, we watched that, as I mentioned several times already. We watched episode 47, All for One, and... It was yeah, good. It was so good. Yes. Like, the, that last... But the thing is, the last little bit where he was like, he gave us illusions of death. Like, he made us hallucinate death. Do you know how scared you have to be to see your own death? Yeah, I mean, these guys who fought against villains, I mean, Deku in the past, he ran in without thinking, you know, uncontrollably. And he was, but he was frozen. frozen. Not even frozen, he was holding his breath. He was afraid to, to breathe. breathe. Yes. I mean, and it was just like, and it wasn't just him, it was all, all of them. All of them, just completely immobilized, stood still, like, like, like I don't want to be applying this guy's vicinity. Uh, I mean, that's the type of stuff that hypes you up for the next episode. Yes, because I was so into it, and I was just like, and then the outro came on. I was like, that's the end of it? What? I need what? more. I need more. And I uh, and, and then we got a couple of seconds after the outro, but and then we got the preview. Yeah, but, but it's, it was, it my you, hero, you can watch it week to week because stuff actually happens, happens. every week. You know. And these characters grow so much. Like one thing I also noticed is I love how they keep the scars on Deku's hands and arms. Like when they yeah. say, "Oh, you're like this is going to be a thing that you're going to have to deal with." They don't just like draw it like it never happened. Like you can see where one he's getting more muscular and two every time he fights, he's coming away with more scars. Yeah. And I just think that I thought that was a nice little little touch to it. Yeah, reminds me of One Piece. Yeah. They keep their scars too. But yeah. yeah. Um, what else? 
Um, we first episoded Dagashi Kashi. I don't know how to say it. But I don't know. I don't know if that's right. If I butchered it, I'm sorry to whoever I need to apologize to. You'll see it in the show notes. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. We You'll don't see. really do that. Huh? We don't really do that. Maybe we'll do it this week. Maybe we'll do it this week. Anyway, yeah. it's called... Show notes on the website. On the website. So if you're I'd listening rather to this... so... Anywhere else. I'd rather anime.com. Um, but yeah, it's called Dagashikashi, and it was interesting because basically, we have boy. Boy wants to be a manga artist. Dad owns a candy, candy shop. <laughs> Dad wants boy to inherit candy shop. Boy is like, no! I will write and make manga. It's like, I will follow my own path in life. Screw your candy shop. And then girl shows up, and girl's weird. Girl's really weird. Weird. Comes from competitive candy shop family. Uh, chain candy shop family. Yes. And it's looking to recruit guys dad to join the chain. But the deal is, he will join the chain if she can get the son to take over the candy shop. And so I think that's going to start us on some weird, very weird, weird, weird confectionery journey. Yeah, and that's, the way they treat candy in this show is crazy. It's, it's like a it's like a um, sugar-free shokugeki. <laughs> sugar-free shokugeki? Yeah. I guess. I guess. It's like they're trying to be super like, oh my gosh, candy. But no, it's candy. Yeah, they're, they're, they're like, the characters are over the top, but they don't have that over the top build up. Like, it doesn't in- invoke any emotions in the audience the way shokugeki does. But it's it, it's like they're trying to do the same thing more comedic. It's like a light version. Yeah, it's like a it's a light it's a light version. But it's about candy instead of you know food food with meat. Yeah. And we also first episode it. March comes in like a lion. Well, I did. Um, I saw it. Yeah. Uh, we watched it on Verve. We got we got that recommendation. His name is Verve Junior. He's on Twitter. Um, it was pretty good. Honestly, I liked it. It's slice of life, so obviously it appealed to one of us and not the other. Yeah. But, I mean, I thought it was interesting enough. I thought it was a little confusing because I felt like there was a lack of information, but it also felt like that lack of information was intentional. So, I don't know. We only got through the first episode, and then we had other stuff to do this weekend. So, I'll probably watch the rest of not the rest of it because there are a lot of episodes i'll probably watch more of it sometime <laughs> this week okay yeah and then good stuff all right first Ooh. up is um blood blockade season one um season one was 12 episodes we watched it dubbed on verb um would you rewatch it no all right so one rewatch it um but I would binge it. I would binge it. But I would not go back and watch it again. Yeah, I don't know if I should again. I don't know. There are certain I think I would watch it again if I, I was watching it. it with somebody new. But I don't think I would just go watch it again for my own pleasure. But like, if you wanted to watch it, I would sit down and watch it with you if you hadn't seen it before. Yeah. Like, when your nephew got older, if he wanted to watch it, I'd go back and maybe like watch it with him. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Probably not. But maybe, like in a situation similar to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So for those of you who have not seen Blood Blockade, um, 
the description on Verve, and it's important that I mention that this is the description that's on Verve, it's, it says it is, the hit show from the creator of Trigun continues its adventure in the chaotic city of Hell Salem's Lot. This time, Leo and his friends will go to the sky and beyond to protect the balance of peace in the world. Cool intro. But when you watch it, no, that like that description tells you one, it tells you nothing, and two, that's not even what happened. Not in the sky. I don't know where that comes from. They're on Earth in New York in Hell Salem's Lot. Yeah, it makes it sound like it's in the same universe, universe. as Trigun, but it's no, not. it's just by the same creator, but it's not in universe. And so, but when it says like this time, Leo and his friends will go to the sky and beyond, it makes it seem like at one point they did something different. different. But you meet Leo for the first time in the first episode. I know this because when I saw this, I went back and watched Trigun, which in its own right, it's a really good anime. I would totally recommend it if you're into like late 90s anime with a good story and a good plot line and good characters. Totally recommend Trigun. It's great. However, it has nothing to do with Blood Blockade except for the same guy made it. Yeah. It's like, um, what is it? Yu Yu Hakusho and Hunter x Hunter. <laughs> They're nothing alike. They're nothing alike. They're the same creator, but they're not in the same universe, not the same characters. It's not a continuation story. They have nothing to do with each other. Nope. So, I think it's important to mention because that's the one thing that I didn't like because I felt misled by that. I can understand that. So, but none of that's out of the way. Um, if you actually want to know what it's about, um, it's about this boy named Leo. He's in Hell Satan's Lot and that's a place that's like the center point for connecting to a different world of aliens and humans. Yeah, which is, it's right smack dab in New York City. Yeah. yeah. And he's there to find a way to restore his sister's sight. And when he gets there, he ends up joining Libra by accident because they think he's a monkey because he's crying. They think he, no, they think he's somebody else who has like an upside down yeah. head, but looks Basically, like him. Basically, the guy is him if he's, if he flipped his face up that upside down and he's crying. When you unflip the picture, it's a completely different person. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. If his head was backwards on his shoulders, that would have been the guy they were looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So, needless to say, there are some crazy looking people with Blood Blockade. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, the organization is called Libra, which I think is cool because I personally am a Libra. So, yeah. I was partial to that. <laughs> um, it's a secret society of superhumans that toil in the shadows to preserve the fractured balance between worlds. If you thought that sounded cool, that's great because you will hear it every single time you the episode the comes on. Yep. Because they say it in the intro every single time. It's just like One Piece when they say Goldie Roger was the king of the pirates. Yeah. And you know that story by heart. I'm not going to repeat it. Yeah. You will hear it 800 times. So. Yeah. Moving on. Um, yeah. Leo ends up going on a bunch of strange adventures and... Yeah, um, in my opinion, he's pretty weak <laughs> and annoying. Um, everyone true. around him has these really cool powers. Yes, they have these cool powers that can manipulate with like their blood. blood. That's why it's called blood, blood blockade because they can use their blood as superpowers, basically. Yeah, it's just really happy to see it. Like, if there's one thing I really like about this anime, 
it's their their blood techniques. Yeah. They, they and, look awesome. And all of them have unique blood techniques. Not like they're all trained under this one guy, so they do different versions of different stuff. No, they all have their own unique techniques that they use. And all of them have cool names. That they, they yell out. On the, they yell out and they put on the screen. They look really cool. Each time a name comes up, I kind of just want to just like take a picture of it or a screenshot or something. Just yeah. collect it, make a slideshow. And it's really cool. Like the sound effects that they have when the words come out, they do is really just like do, 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 do. Blood Technique 699. It, yeah. <laughs> it's good. That, that's pretty cool. It's a nice, nice effect. Yeah. However, Leo does not have any blood techniques. Nope. Main character, no techniques. Yep. And so he has to be saved all the time and he cries all the time. He freaks out all the time and he does nothing but run all the time. Which doesn't make sense because he has the all seeing eyes of God. The time. Yeah. Yeah, yep. so its eyes are like special and they glow and they look like alchemy circles when he opens them up, but he almost never opens them. Yep, so 90% of the time, 90% of the series, he's walking around with his eyes closed. If you watch anime, normally the guy who walks around with his eyes closed, he's he goes into beast mode when he opens them. Yeah, no, Leo opens them and he cries. <laughs> and it's so frustrating because you're like, Okay, can you please do something useful? You're in this secret organization that nobody else gets into, and for some reason they've decided to keep you on, and you're useless. And like they keep you because you have the all-seeing eyes of God, but then you don't use them. And then not only that, you can't even defend yourself from like random street thugs. Yeah, because random crazy stuff happens all the time in the city. Like the city is crazy. And it's just frustrating. And the reason he won't use them is because he feels guilty over his sister. Yeah, and yeah because we didn't mention how this thing started. Um, this creature thing came out, appeared to him and his it's sister. A demon. demon. Okay, this demon thing came out and was like, uh, I need one of you guys' eyes. And it was a trade. And he was like, I'll give you the all-seeing eyes of God, but in exchange, you have to give me your eyes. And he was too scared to do anything, so his sister spoke up, and she lost her sight, but he got the all-seeing eyes of God. Yeah. And so now he feels guilty, and so he feels bad whenever he uses it for himself. I'm so glad you were able to explain that. I know. That's why I'm the articulate one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, um... I, I mean, literally, I liked everybody except Leo. And I know that sounds bad because Leo's the main character. Like, I like the Burger Place lady. I like the Sonic Monkey. I like Zap. Zap is like my favorite Zap character. Zap is cool. Zap. Zap is, I like Zap. Cool. I like Klaus. And I like Steven. Steven's cool. Um, I like all the side characters. The little, the little mushroom guy. Oh, yeah. With the little, the, who liked the burgers. Cute. He was so cute. Yeah, even though keep forgetting. Cool. Yeah, and he forgot everything. But then that, like that arc, not that arc, because it wasn't really arc. But those little, like that little two episodes that he had, and he was like taking all of that to protect Leo, and then he just kept getting pinker and pinker and pinker, and he just exploded, and then he everybody forgot, and it's just like, oh, poor little mushroom. And yeah, I liked him, but I didn't like Leo because I'm like, you bastard, like help your friend out. All you, and the thing is. Leo knows how to use his eyes. It's not like he has it and he doesn't know how to use them. He knows how to use them. And he has really cool things that he can do with it. Like he can have 
altered sight. Like they can, he can make people see different things. He can make them see nothing. He can make them see whatever he wants them to see. He can transmit information to other people by showing them what he can see. He does. Yeah, he can none switch people's eyes around to make them see yeah. what other people see, which confuses them, especially when they're driving. Apparently, yeah, which makes a lot of sense. He uses it to antagonize Zap when he wants him to go somewhere, but then when you're in a fight and getting your butt handed to you, all of a sudden it's like, oh no, on principle I can't use this because I deserve this because I didn't stand up for my sister. Blah blah blah. Moral. Existential yeah. He doesn't mind using his eyes, but he won't use them for himself. Which is And he's always in trouble. Like he's the main character, so he's always in trouble and he never does anything about it. And people yeah. constantly have to save him and it's the whole annoying. show is him either running away or crying. Crying or waiting to be saved. Yep. Um, all twelve episodes just like that. And all these people are after his eyes, but also keep in mind that nobody actually tries to take them from him. So I thought oh, that was interesting. Wait, at the end, the final, the final thing. Please do not tell me about that final. That finale was so lame. He didn't do anything. Literally, we had an hour-long episode because it's a special. It was an hour-long episode, yeah. and all he did was it was like a football field, and he ran from one end to the other while everybody else jumped in with their cool powers, and they're like, "Go, Leo! Go, Leo! You can do this!" And what does the boy do when he, he gets, gets there? He gets there and he talks. He yells at the sky. I can yell at the sky. You're telling me that he was the only person in all of Hell Salem's lot who could yell at the sky to stop this? And mind you, the barrier was broken. So he yells at the sky and all of a sudden the barrier is unbroken. What? He doesn't know any magic. He's not a caster. He doesn't do anything. Yeah, it's just... It was so anticlimactic. And then we have Mm. Klaus. He's in here fighting and he's bleeding and he's fighting to the death and then all of a sudden he Leo shows up yells at the sky and it's all over and Klaus is just like what took you so long yeah I, I, I kind of felt the same way Klaus just what, what took him so long like and he was like crying this entire run mind you it wasn't like he was like I'm gonna make it no matter what he's like I can't do this by myself I can't run anymore ah! yeah, and everybody I- else was like we didn't keep you just because you have the all-seeing eyes of God. Lies! That's exactly why you kept him. Yep. Well, whatever to get the job done. And mind you, all this, some of these people have cars and can fly and can transport. Nobody offered to help him. He had the entire way. He had to run across the entire city. Yeah. You know what? That sounds like it's a bad show, but the powers were really cool. And that's the reason why we're going to watch the second season. Um, and honestly, all the characters were cool except for the main main, main character. character. But you know, I mean, the other characters kind of make up for it. And that's but... the thing; it's not a bad anime, but you can't watch it for the plot because the plot yeah, is just... full of holes, and the main character sucks, and he's weak. And yeah. here's the thing: because I realized this as I was like really thinking about it, I can see how you can draw the comparisons between like Vash from Trigun and Leo and Blood Blockade. But because Vash was cool. But Vash was also like very much, I don't want to fight anybody. He didn't use his power. He had a great, the superpower and he didn't want to use it. And he like fought instead. But the thing is, Vash stepped up to the plate when it was time. And that's what I think makes the big difference between Trigun being a really good anime that I would recommend to people versus Blood Blockade, which I wouldn't recommend to anybody. Like if you stumble across it and you watch it, great. 
but I'm not gonna tell you, oh, you haven't seen Blood Black Kate, you should go watch it. I'm never gonna say that to you, at least not based off of season one. Now season two could completely blow my mind away. It could. However, based on how I feel right now, probably not. Yeah. But like Vash, when it got time for business, Vash got down a bit and handled it. Leo doesn't handle anything, ever. Like he never jumps in and saves, saves the day. He never gets mad and he's like, you know what? I'm done playing games with y'all. He yeah. never gets to that point. And yeah. it's just very unsatisfying for him to have that kind of power and not use it. Yeah, I need Leo to go Super Saiyan or something. I need him to do something. Not even not, Super not Saiyan, but Super like... Saiyan, but I need him to like step it up. I need to see the next level of Leo. Yeah. If he's just going to continue to be the main character. Because everybody around him is cool. But he's not. Yeah, and even when like he i think at one point he was even trying to like be better for himself and it was just like even that wasn't yeah but we've talked way too much about blood black hate let's move on to oh wait finish it let's finish it up oh is it worth a watch maybe i mean the action is good it but the plot good. sucks the powers are really cool with the blood stuff never seen anything like it before well i can't say never but it's it's different. It's, it's it's different. It's very enjoyable. But uh, but yeah. But the plot sucks. And what he reminds me is gonna sound weird. Leo reminds me of Shanks. However, it would be like if Shanks didn't have any powers and never did anything to step up. You remember how like oh how they just beat him up at the bar mm -hmm, and he, he didn't just took care it and he just didn't took it. Yeah, that's like how Leo is except without the awesome if he really gets to me I'm gonna do something about it aspect yeah he just look um I'm gonna stop yeah alright moving um, on yep moving on uh the next thing that we watched was Shokugeki no Soma Food Wars we watched season one yeah. of that that was 24 episodes we watched it subbed on Verve rewatch it most definitely yeah. Absolutely. When uh, the dub comes out, we'll probably rewatch it again mm -hmm. in the dub version. Binge it? Definitely. Definitely. All right. Um, the description on Verve, it says, Shokugeki, mm, Shokugeki no Soma centers on Yukihara Soma, a middle school student who is determined to surpass his father's culinary skills. One day, his father decides to close down their family restaurant and hone his skills in Europe. Before leaving, he enrolls Soma in an elite culinary school that is extremely difficult to enter with a graduation rate of only 10%. Will Soma be able to improve his skills, or will the kitchen prove to be too hot? End quote. End quote. Yeah. Before we continue, if you have not seen Food Wars, Shokugeki, it is awesome. And you should probably just pause right here and go watch it. Yeah, you should go watch it if you care. Actually, honestly, even if you don't care about food anime, this will change your mind. Watch it anyway. Yeah. I don't yeah. even like cooking in general. If you like to eat, and yeah. I'm pretty sure if you're alive, that applies to you. You will like this anime. You will like this anime. Yeah. It's, it's so good. I mean that both metaphorically okay. and probably literally. If I can eat the food in the show, I don't care that's car that cartoon good lord look at me ah! i don't care that it's an anime i will still eat it yeah I, I i would i would love to jump into shokugeki and take out a dish 
For Just real, though. Any of them. Honestly. Um, so things that I liked about it, literally everything. I love Soma. I love Soma so much. This is like, it's great because it's a shonen anime, but it's a food anime, so they're not like physically fighting. But, but those fights get real. But the fights get real. They're still training. There's still advancement and taking things to the next level when there's always stronger opponents. I mean, it is a shonen anime through and through, but it's about food. And it's it, it gets you hype. It does, and I like that Soma is like he's he's an underdog, but he's at the top of his game. Like other people are aspiring to be at his level, and he motivates other people. However, he is still like an underdog in a lot of ways, and he still has to train to get better. And he does, and that's what I love about it. It's like he's not just like oh I'm here. It's like we see where all the hard work went in. Yeah. You know? It's not like, um, I, I can't even think of an example off the top of my head right well, now. Well, I'm thinking of an example right here. I, when he first came to this school, first of all, his father talked him into it. He wasn't playing no good. He, him and his father were running this little diner or whatever, just serving customers or whatever. To the school with all these people who were food, five-star restaurants and stuff, running their families and they were all stuff. And they've been preparing in culinary arts all this time. And all he's been doing is working in this diner with his dad. He comes in day one. He's the only transfer student. Everybody else has been in the school for forever. And he's like, yeah, before I graduate, I'm going to be number one and uh, talk to y'all later. Deuces. That's that, <laughs> Soma. He he's, basically declares war on the entire school. It was just like, forget all of y'all. I'm here because my dad told me to be here. I'm going to do what I need to do and get out. I ain't here to make friends. He, uh, and that's on day number one. Day one. And let me tell you, 24 episodes later, I can say he's he's living up to everything Real he expectation. said. Yes. And everybody is like, oh yeah, we know who you are. <laughs> like, we know the first year who just went up on stage at the entrance ceremony. Yeah. Like, at least all the first years know who you are, who are at the entrance ceremony. And he's making a name for himself. And he's he had like... Cook. He can cook, he can cook. And he doesn't back down from any challenge. I think that's what makes him so great. Because you he took a, he will literally challenge anyone to Ashoku Geki. And for those of you who haven't watched the show, Ashoku Geki is ba- basically like, I take off my glove and slap you in the face. Like, we about to have a duel. <laughs> that's what it is. It's not a requirement to slap somebody in the face with your glove, but that did happen one time. But if you take off your glove and you basically throw it at your opponent, then you challenge them to a shogugeki, which is a this food, food duel with judges. It's and- a food competition, and they you set your own boundaries to it. So, like, if me and Mr. Otaku were to have a shogugeki, I might say, okay, if I win, then you have to walk our dog, Alphonse, for the next two months. And if I lose or if he wins, then I have to do it. Like you can set your own terms. It can be whatever you want. Like some of these people do it for like extra wings in the school building. They do it for school funds. They do it for, they like two of the girls did it. Like, no, you, if I win, you have to give a position as her best friend. Yeah. But if you win, then the other girl's like, well, if I win, you have to, you can't go within 50 feet of her. Yeah. Or 50 meters because 50 in America. 50 meters is a lot, lot, lot longer than 50 feet. Yes. 
that you gotta use some binoculars for 50 feet. <laughs> and she does. And she does, yeah. So it's it's really cool. But he challenges everybody. And by everybody, like he even challenges uh one of the, the former uh, Elite Ten. Yeah. Not even the Elite Ten, though. He was the he challenged the first seat of the former Elite Ten. Yeah, but he one of the alumni, one of the top chefs in the world. Yeah. In the world, not in Japan, not, not in Europe, school, not in his hemisphere, but in the world. And honestly, if he hadn't been with old girl and had to listen to her and her ideas, he probably would have won. Maybe. He was top notch. Because they almost won anyway, but remember, she wasted like an hour of their time yeah. because she didn't know what to do. She was too busy working out and he couldn't do anything because he was being sous chef. But it was good. Yeah. Shokugeki is a great show. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. I recommend it. Um, We're going to start on season two. Season one left us off in a great place. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're cutting me off because there's something else that I wanted to say, but I'm not going to. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. What else you got to say? I mean, Shokugeki is awesome. Yeah. The only other thing that I was going to say was uh, the other thing that makes the show so good. And I know this sounds weird, but it kind of reminds me of Pokemon. It's that you don't always know if he's going to win or not. Like there are de- there are moments throughout theories where he works his butt off, and we know how awesome he is, and we just know like okay, he's gonna pull it out somehow. He's gonna win. He's gonna win, and he doesn't. And I think that rounds out his character in a way that you don't get a lot with a lot of other anime. And I say it's like Pokemon because, mind you, I haven't watched much Pokemon since Misty left the crew back in the day. But, and that was what, the, the Johto League or something like that? Johto. Or the Indigo? Like, probably Johto. Johto sounds familiar, so I probably watched Johto. I know I didn't watch Indigo. Okay. Well, if you know who Misty is, and if you watch Pokemon and you're a real Pokemon fan, I would hope that you know who Misty is. Because she was the original tag-along girl in the group. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know who the tag-along girl is now. I don't know I don't know either. I stopped wa- Like I said, I stopped watching it after Misty left. However, the reason I brought it up is because Ash and Pokemon, like, he doesn't win all of his battles. And that's how I feel like Soma is. Even though we know that Ash is creative, Ash will train hard, Ash will work with his Pokemon, Ash will, you know, practice day and night and give it a hundred thousand, ten percent. He's not always guaranteed to win. Soma is much the same way. Like, he's going to give it a hundred thousand percent. He's going to cook his best. He's going to put his best foot for it. It's going to be amazing, whatever he does, but he's not guaranteed to come out on top. This is true. But and Soma's way cooler than Ash. Just Soma is out. leaps and bounds better than Ash. And honestly, other than that one comparison that they both might not win, they're nothing alike. This is true. They're nothing alike. Soma's top notch. Absolutely. Matter of fact, he might be the favorite my favorite character that I've seen so far of this year, Batman. Oh. Maybe. I don't know. I can't think of anybody. Um, I'll get back to you on that. Maybe we'll make a this year. This year, no. Okay, okay. Maybe. I didn't think about that. Yeah, maybe we'll write a post on that. Maybe. maybe. Probably not. Don't wait on that. <laughs> yeah, don't wait on it. 
But if you yeah. want to see it, let us know, and we'll we'll give more thought. Yeah, I mean, if you want to, you can just you can tweet at us, and we'll probably respond to that more than we'll write a post about it. Yeah, yeah. If you have any questions for us, you can always let us know. Yeah, or you can leave a comment down below. We check those. Yeah, down below on the website. On the website. Now, if you're listening to this anywhere other than our website, that's great. We encourage you to listen to us wherever you can. However, if you want to interact with us, we strongly suggest that you go to our website at aratheranime.com and uh, yeah, after you do finish listening to the episode, just go ahead and leave a comment there, and we'll get back to you. Yep. Um, I rather disliked nothing. Honestly, I liked everything. The only thing that I wish is that I wish the dub had caught up to a little bit further than the sub because I think the dub is only on like the first like ten episodes. And there are already, like, three seasons. Yeah, there are three seasons. Like, what happened originally, because we started Shokugeki a while ago. But when we started it, um, after the first seven, eight, nine episodes or whatever, I heard the dub was coming out. So I was like, oh, if the dub's going to come out, maybe we'll wait, let the dub catch up, and we'll just watch it dubbed. But the dub took forever. So, yeah, we're just going to forego the dub. And upon rewatch, we will rewatch it dubbed when we get around to that. Yep. Um, is it worth a watch? Absolutely. The food looks delicious, even though it's anime. The characters are focused, driven, they're unique, they're constantly challenging each other, and I like that they're in a supportive atmosphere versus a underhanded atmosphere. Like, they're not going around trying to sabotage each other, they're just trying to honestly be better than the other person. So they're not going to go around and switch out your milk for sour milk or you know, leave your meat out or destroy your kitchen or steal your utensils. They're like, they're not going to do sneaky stuff like that. Yeah. They're just going to train harder, work harder, come up with a better recipe. They have more honor than most anime. There's yeah. No real, there's no villain in this anime. Yeah, and I like that it's a competitive atmosphere. Like, I want to be better than you versus I'm going to do anything that I can to bring you down to my level. You know? I just, I respect that. I respect that a lot. I respect it too. I think that's another thing that makes anime so fun to watch is that it's just uplifting and it's encouraging just seeing how they grow and help each other, look out for each other, and they cheer each other on. Yeah, like even the people who don't really like Soma, they still learn from him. And even when... They still respect him. They still respect his talent, they respect his skill, they respect his food, and it's just like, even though I don't like you, you're good at what you do. And I have to acknowledge that. And I just think that, I think that's great. And even like um, in the last episode that we watched, she does it, she didn't even like Megumi, but she's like, but she lost to her by honest means. Like her cooking was just better. The judges decided that it was better. And so she was like, if you need anything, let me know. And then we see Soma, you know, calling on the contacts and the friends that he's made as the uh, series or as the season goes along. And you know, he's got calling people for meat and he's calling, yeah, mostly for just for meat. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's he's using the resources that he develops, so and that's cool. And he's learning, and we're learning about things as he learns. And yeah, and he and that's the thing—he learns from his losses, and he grows from his defeats, which is amazing. Because with a lot of anime, you just see them kind of sulk over it. Soma doesn't sulk. Soma takes it, makes a note of it, and then he fixes it, which is cool. Yeah. So, we're going to start watching season two next. Yep. That's on our upcoming 
week, we're going to watch season two of Shokugeki no Soma. Of more course. One Piece, of course. And more My Hero Academia. Of course. Um, I'm going to watch, uh, it's an anime called Convenience Store Boyfriends. It's on Verve. It's just really cute. It's a slice of life anime about boys and girls and girls and boys and falling in love in high school and it's cute. So I'm going to watch that. And also Hina Matsura, I think is how you say it. It's also on Verve. Um, it was recommended to me by Nathaniel Karas one. I'll maybe link it, a uh, link down below, possibly. But uh, he's on Twitter and he told me about it, so I'm gonna go check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, are we uh, watching anything else? I think that's about it. I think that's it. Hey, we actually watched everything we said we were gonna watch next week. We did. We actually watched it all this time. So, so snaps for us. Yeah, snaps. We're actually watching what we said we were gonna watch. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, if you have uh, any questions um, that you want to ask us, submit them on the website um, and we'll answer them. Also, um, feel free to tweet us. Yep, leave, leave us a comment, you know, yeah. and we'll get back to you. Um, yeah, so, any ideas, any recommendations of shows that you think we should watch or at least first episode or you want to hear our thoughts on, just let us know and we'll try to get to it. Yeah. So um, that's it for this episode of I'd Rather Anime. Make sure that you like, comment, subscribe, follow, or tweet us at I'd Rather Anime and check us out at I'dRatherAnime.com. We know you could be doing other things, but we're glad that you decided to anime with us today. Until next time, peace. Out. The vibe that they've been giving off like he's got the five leaf clover book. Ooh. And then he just kept getting pinker and pinker and pinker and he just exploded and then he everybody forgot and it's just like oh poor little mushroom. So like can we watch some anime now? <laughs>